Hey mama. So today we are talking about expectations. Ooh, cause motherhood has a steep learning curve. Am I right? And one of the hardest lessons I feel like on that learning curve is learning how to just let go, let go of control, let go of expectations, let go of this ideal of how we thought things were going to go as a mom. So if you're feeling overwhelmed at all by that discouraged, maybe because nothing's living up to how you envisioned it. If your postpartum journey is nothing like you expected it to be, if it's causing you to be busy trying all the things, or if you're feeling super stressed and just anxious and frustrated all the time, you need this encouragement today. Okay. You need it big time. So we're going to be weaving in some truth and tough love as always for you. That's what you can expect here. I know this is going to bless you. Hey mama, welcome to the tough love mom podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get disciplined and lose weight, and you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year, both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. It's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Before we get into letting go of expectations, if you're able to do that, so if you're good with letting go of everything, but you still feel stuck, or if you're frustrated about falling off after a few weeks and you're just tired of trying so hard to be consistent, just white knuckling that. If you're feeling like the day is getting the best of you instead of feeling like you can own the day, or if you're just needing someone to speak life and encouragement into you because she's been there and give you those tangible things that are going to work that you can start today to start making change, whether it's in your habits or your routine, guess what? This tough love mama is here for you. Literally, I can be in your back pocket. I have brand new one-on-one coaching sessions or bundles. That bundle is golden for getting that accountability over time. So if you need some help in your postpartum weight loss habits, your routines, or even just your mindset and your outlook, let's grab a one-hour session and map that out. Let's game plan. Let's strategize and just get you going back in the right direction. Head to the link below in the show notes, and I'll see you on that call, sister friend. I cannot wait. Okay. Expectations. So you know, those nine month in nine month out photos that all the moms take of their babies after my first pregnancy, you know, those first few months postpartum, I was so excited to get to that point to have my, I already had my nine month in photo, obviously, but I was really excited to take that nine month out photo because I expected to look a certain way that at that point, I expected to feel a certain way at that point. But when I got there, when I got to that nine months postpartum, I was a little let down because my body was forever changed. Um, I was not at my pre-pregnancy weight. And thankfully, before that point, my mindset was healed a lot uh, 
throughout pregnancy and throughout my first nine months postpartum, I felt like I had healed a lot of those expectations. And that's a big reason why it's gotten better over time is it's just that ability to let go. But I still see that issue out there that holding on to expectations of how things are going to be or how we're going to look or feel at certain points postpartum, because that's what we see everyone else at in our heads, what we think everyone, everyone else is at. Um, but I, I really feel like I was able to let go of that expectation for myself, but I still see that issue out there and not just in postpartum weight loss, but in motherhood in general, right? There's just a huge steep, I mean, insanely, insanely steep, like Mount Everest level, crazy cliff. You got to hang on for dear life type of steep learning, learning curve. And often we have expectations around what our marriage is going to be like after having a kid, our day-to-day routine, things as simple as going grocery shopping. We just don't know what we don't know. And we really can't learn how to adapt and how to face those situations and just do our day-to-day things until we're literally in the midst of it. And even then, even in the midst of it, knowing, okay, this is just, I just have to learn trial by fire. It's a hard lesson. Unfortunately, the way our brains work, they're trying to constantly protect us from danger or things that are uncomfortable. So it's very natural to want to avoid these opportunities to learn and grow and learn how to adapt and learn how to let go of control because often feeling in control is a comfortable thing, but we're not, (laughs) we're just not right. So it's really normal for you to want to avoid those learning opportunities, avoid leaning into the hard situation or season or circumstance that you're facing because it's not natural to do that. So if you find yourself avoiding that opportunity to learn, don't feel guilty. Don't feel bad. It is absolutely normal. It's what your brain is doing to protect you, but it is important to lean into those hard lessons because it, it really helps you learn how to let go, learn how to adapt faster. And when we avoid it, that can build up the stress in our lives. It can build up the angst and anxiousness around those certain situations. And sometimes it can even lead us to trying this and trying that and trying to cope with all these behaviors and things that just suck our time. So whether it's emotional eating, doing all the different types of workouts, TV binging, they're all time sucks and they fill our schedule with things that make us busy. They're going to fill our schedule with things that don't help us feel better, help us grow. So how do we glide through that? How to let go of expectations learning curve. That's what we're talking about today. First up, I want to dive into postpartum journey expectations because this one is what I talk about a lot, right? But it's also an area I think almost every mom struggles in at some point with their expectations. So postpartum journey expectations, let's hit on weight loss first. All right. The weight loss, the timeline, especially don't set this timeline of two to three months. And I would even encourage you not to expect a certain timeline to fit within this nine month frame either. You might be a mom, maybe, who loses the pregnancy weight before nine months or really easily within two months even. I know a lot of moms that can do that. That's just how their body responds. Even if by doing nothing, by not being intentional with nutrition, not even working out, my point here is that every single woman's body is very different. It's very unique. Uh, Our pregnancies were all very unique. So this is one area where you can practice that letting go, that letting go of, I'm going to have this happen in this amount of time. 
just don't do it. Just don't even let your mind go there. If you notice your mind is starting to go there, go, you know what? It'll happen as it happens. I'm going to be intentional about today. Instead of focusing on that end goal and it happening within a certain amount of time, focus on the process that you're going through day to day. I honestly feel like this is going to be a theme. You're going to hear from me a lot as I've uncovered why I've been able to be so disciplined and consistent over time, no matter what, in any circumstance that I face, it's just that focusing on today, focusing on right now, focusing on what's in front of me instead of what's ahead. So don't put a timeline on your weight loss postpartum because you don't know what it's going to take. And even if you've been pregnant before, each pregnancy is so different. So don't hold yourself to some timeline because you think that's how it's supposed to go. Okay. That's number one. The next part of your postpartum journey that we often hold expectations around are your workouts. Okay. Unless a mom can put a child in childcare, like at a gym, right? Where they're out of sight, out of mind, unless a child's out of sight, out of mind. Okay. Some are physically different from you as a mom. When you're working out, there's a very good chance your workout is going to get interrupted. Okay. (laughs) Just, just laying that out there. I'm just giving you some real honest truth right now. Even early morning workouts. I'm in a season right now where my kids think that waking up before 6 a.m. is a thing. Well, I start my workout usually in this season of life a little bit before 6 a.m. So my workouts are getting interrupted even though I get up before my house. Okay? Pausing your workout. This is just some truth you need to hear right now. Pausing your workout is not going to ruin your results. Okay? If you need to pause for 10 minutes, it's not going to send you down this deep, dark hole of not getting any results. It just is life. That's mom life. Our life gets interrupted and they're beautiful interruptions, right? There are children. Kids also get to learn independent play. If they're working out with you or around you while you're working out, that's an opportunity for them to play independently. I talk to a lot of moms who feel very guilty about working out while their kids are awake, but often that's the most ideal time to do it so they can focus on other things during nap time or when the kids go to bed or before the kids wake up. You don't have to do your workout when your kids are sleeping. If they're old enough to be playing by themselves, working out is one of the best times for them to do that independent play. And are you going to have to pause and stop and intervene and play referee and, you know, just intervene with something that your kid might need some help with or discipline with? Okay, then pause it. Like I said, pausing is not going to ruin your results. It's not going to ruin your workout. Might it be a little frustrating? Might it take a little longer to get something done? Yeah, but that's motherhood, right? Again, it's about what you're doing today, not how that doing looks, all right? Next part of your postpartum journey that we often hold a lot of expectations around is what our body will look like, right? That body image. So my number one tip for you in this, the number one thing I want you to take away from the body image aspect of postpartum journey and the expectations you might hold is to stop looking around and comparing. And maybe you're like, I don't compare Liz. I don't compare myself to others. I love cheering other women on. That's wonderful. That is so awesome. But even if you're not consciously doing it, when we are seeing other women on their journeys all the time, when it fills our feed and we're just constantly scrolling, there's still thoughts that can come up. So I think pregnancy is nine months for a reason for a lot of different things, but I think part of the reason pregnancy was designed for us as women to be as long as it is, is because that day-to-day change that we're seeing in our body is so slow over time. It allows us that space. If we 
really lean into that. It allows us that space to consciously make the choice to accept what's going on with our body and what's changing, right? I think that's just a beautiful part of how pregnancy has been designed is that length gives us that time to accept the change and let go of controlling what our body looks like, right? And if you didn't, if you weren't able to give yourself that space to do that during your pregnancy, no shame, like no shame, girl. Change is hard. Change is so hard. And I think part of the reason, just to be totally honest with you, part of the reason I can adapt to change and maybe I'm speaking from a place that you're like, I can't relate to that. I just, I just have a hard time of letting go is not just because of motherhood, but being a military wife, there's been so much thrown at my husband and I, where we just have to go, okay, well, guess we'll figure it out. I guess this is our new normal, or this is how things are changing for us. Or, you know, here's a a quick change that you need to figure out in the next couple weeks with moves and whatnot. So I've had other opportunities in my life to get used to that change in scenery or change in routine and all of that. Um, so if this is, if motherhood is the first time you're really facing that learning curve of learning how to let go, not trying to hold yourself to certain expectations, it's okay. It's, it's just change is hard. Okay. Change is hard. But if you didn't during pregnancy, give yourself that space to just learn how to let go of control and the expectations that you are holding for everything. It's even more important for you to put your blinders on in this season, especially with body image, or at least if you have trouble putting blinders on, focusing on surrounding yourself with people who do share realistic postpartum journeys. Okay. And I think that social media is getting so, so, so much better at that, but that can also take us to a different end of the spectrum where it's allowing moms to continue to feel down about where they're at instead of empowering them to take action on it. So I guess I'm filling that gap, right? I guess that's, I guess that's why I'm called to do what, what I'm doing right here. It's important to see what's realistic constantly and be reminded of that. But it's also important to remember that you have the ability and the power inside of you to change things that you want to change. And lastly, about body image, uh, this is also where that focus on the daily instead of the end goal is key. Okay. This is a concept. I think you just really need to grasp around expectations in general is focus on the daily, what you're doing on the daily, instead of where you want to get. This is where confidence is built. And when you are keeping promises to yourself, when you are telling yourself, I want to show up like this, and then you follow through on that, that's how confidence is built. That's when you are able to start taking your focus off of how you look and start focusing on what you're doing to take care of yourself. So focus on the daily with your body image, put some blinders on if you need to. And remember that your body took a long time to change. And so give it that time and plus some to change more. We talked about workouts. We talked about body image. We talked about weight loss and those expectations in your postpartum journey. So let's talk about some other situations in motherhood real quick. Okay. That we often hold expectations around and need to learn how to let go of those. The first is our routine. (laughs) Oh my motherhood and routine. I like to use the word routine instead of schedule because, uh, no two days are the same. That's like my mantra. That's what I just go into life every single minute of every day with what's happening now. What's going to be next. I don't know. (laughs) Nothing is the same, right? There's no two days that are the same motherhood. And then motherhood for moms, mom to mom is very unique. 
my motherhood's going to look different than yours. It's going to look different than Sally's down the street. So make sure that you just start to live in that truth that no two days are going to be the same. There's always going to be something new that happens, something you have to learn from. And honestly, look at that as a great learning opportunity to grow, to learn how to adapt, to learn how to let go of control. There's so many lessons in the unexpected. And when our routine doesn't look the same day to day or minute to minute, uh, there's a lot of opportunities for growth, ones that we don't even notice half the time. So go into each day clear on what's important, what your values are, what you definitely need to, no matter what, get done. Uh, Go into each day not worrying about all the other stuff, but worrying about what's important, focusing on raising your children, raising the next generation. If you work, doing your best and being faithful in the work that you do. Um, If you have a to-do list and things that are necessary to do that day, finding the time to get those done. And then if if there's things that need to get moved to tomorrow that don't fall under one of those categories, move them to tomorrow and don't feel any guilt about it. Okay? Okay. Next thing that we hold expectations around in motherhood so often is outings, outings with our kids. Uh, And this might not be popular opinion, but what I like to do in these situations is expect the worst. Oh my gosh. I'm not a pessimist. I'm really not. I'm more of like a realist. So maybe that's why I do this, but it helps so much to mentally prepare yourself for the worst case scenario. And you can't, you cannot, you cannot imagine every possible outcome of a situation or an outing, going grocery shopping with two kids for the first time. You can't prepare for any situation, but you can prepare for how to handle a lot of different situations. If you just expect, okay, what if there's a blowout? What if my toddler has a meltdown? What are things I can put in place or bring or just mentally prepare for? So if those things happen, I'm not flustered but I'm like, okay, this is what I was going to do in this situation. Just mentally prepare yourself. And maybe I shouldn't phrase it as expect the worst, but often if we avoid thinking about how things might go wrong, when they do go wrong, it stresses us out. It gives us all these stressed out, anxious feelings in the moment. And then the next time we're faced with that situation or faced with that outing or whatever, it's going to bring up this anxious pit in our stomach feeling because last time it caused us a bunch of stress. I fully believe in the power of preparation, especially mental preparation when we're going into circumstances or situations or outings with our kids that we've never done before, or maybe that we've done before that didn't go great. Learn from those. Um, the military has this phrase, the saying, you've probably heard it before and I absolutely love it. We don't rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. Okay. And that training includes the mental preparation we do ourselves before we face a situation or circumstance or an outing with our kids. So like I said, maybe saying to expect the worst is not the best way to put it, but create a level of mental training for yourself. Pack the extra diapers, pack the extra wipes, pack the extra snacks for your toddler, do the things you need to do to be tangibly prepared. And then if you know something might go wrong, how are you going to mentally, how are you going to feel? What are you going to say to your kids? What are you going to think in your head about the people around you? They're not judging you. They probably feel bad. I want to help. So just give yourself some mental preparation before you face these things. Instead of avoiding thinking about what might go wrong, 
think about what might go wrong and get ready for it. So instead of, you know, instead of trying to rise to the level of some expectation that you have of perfection during this outing, you fall to the level of your training and you're prepared. Okay. Prepare, prepare. You can do it. You really can. Last thing that in motherhood, we hold expectations around, and this is not an all encompassing list of things, guys. This is just a few things I think we all fall into the trap of holding expectations in is relationships. And this is really hard because it involves another human being, right? It's not just us anymore. We have to be talking to someone else and communicating. And it's very multifaceted and very unique person to person, season to season, relationships like friendships, your husband, your marriage, in-laws, coworkers, your other kids. There are so many relationships that we have to factor in. And the number one thing, I think the foundation of all relationships and caveat here, I am no expert, no expert whatsoever. This is just what I've learned so far. So as I learn, I will continue to share. But what I have learned so far in six years of marriage and two kids in two years is the foundation of an intentional relationship that is not grounded in expectations and is free of expectations is communication. It is key. And the reason for that is that no one can read your mind. No matter how well they know you, your husband can't read your mind, your kids can't read your mind, your mom can't even read your mind. So even if they can relate to your season of life because they've had two little kids before or they're, they've been two weeks postpartum and their husband's back to work, whatever it is, people can relate to your season of life, but they cannot read your mind. Your situation, the shoes you are in is so unique to you. So you need to communicate any relationship with someone else, they're also bringing expectations into that relationship, okay? So there's like two sets of expectations coming at each other really, really fast. And if you don't communicate, that's gonna cause issues. So communicate your expectations, your needs, be open to understanding what theirs are and do it all in love, okay? Do it all with this open heart of, I'm not the only one here that needs something, and has something to give. It's a two-way street. The other person also needs something and also has something to give. So just remember that relationships are so multifaceted. They're so unique person to person and type of relationship to type of relationship, right? Like I said, friendships, your marriage, your in-laws, your coworkers, your own mom and dad, whatever it is, there's so many different types. So make sure that every single one is grounded in communication of needs, expectations, schedule, routine, priorities, just communicate often and openly. Best thing. So think back on the things we just touched on. Expectations in our postpartum journey. We talked about weight loss. We talked about workouts and body image. And then expectations in motherhood in general. Our routine, outings, you know, outings are new situations that we're facing with our kids or relationships. Which area, which of these six areas do you need to work on first, work on most in letting go of expectations? I want you to pick one because if you try to pick too many, you're not going to get anything done. So pick one right now. You can come back and listen to this episode. Once you feel like you master that, come back and listen, get some new takeaways and pick a new area to focus on. But I want you to pick one. Expectations and weight, weight loss, workouts, body image, routines, outings, or relationships. Which one are you going to pick? Pick one. And if you're not sure, one way to identify the best one to focus on first 
is which one of these six stresses you out the most? Or which one of these six do you avoid all the time? Maybe you're avoiding working out completely because it just stresses you out thinking about trying to fit that in with your kids. Maybe you're totally avoiding communicating with your spouse because you just have no idea how that's going to go. You don't know what their expectations are. You don't even know how to communicate your expectations. Maybe you're avoiding losing the baby weight because you don't know how and you're stressed out about it and you have this timeline and you are past that timeline. So you're like, am I ever going to do it? Which one are you avoiding or which one's stressing you out the most? Does that give you some more clarity? Cool. Once you've done that, it's time to unpack this issue. (laughs) And this is a process. You can journal, you can talk to someone, you can even come hit me up in my DMs if you need to just talk through through some things. Okay, it's literally me. Come hit me up. I'll send you a voice message back probably because that's the easiest way to chat, right, (laughs) with kids. Um, So what expectations you're holding? You know, let's go unpack that. Unpack that area either weight loss, workouts, body image, routine, outings, or relationships, pick one, and then try to identify the expectations that you're holding for yourself in that area. What specific expectations do you have that you're trying to live up to, that you're white knuckling to try to fulfill? Try to identify those. And this, like I said, might take some unpacking, might take some journaling, might take talking through with someone, but do that. Okay really important. This is the root of the work you need to do. And then after you've done that, after you've identified some of those expectations you're holding that you need to let go of, I want you to identify one, maybe two things that you can focus on doing daily in that area. Okay. So not how am I going to let go of this expectation? What thoughts do I need to think? No, I want you to focus on a tangible, pick a tangible one to two things you can do a day in that area, because if you focus your attention on doing those things consistently, you're going to start drowning out that expectation and you won't even notice it anymore. Cool how that works, huh? That ideal result that feels really far off or is just not realistic or that ideal outcome, whatever it is, you're just going to start not paying attention to it anymore because you're focusing on these things you're doing daily that will ultimately get you there. But instead of focusing on that end goal, you're focusing on today. You're focusing on right now. You're being present. And that in itself is just going to lift so much stress off of you, sister. So start doing that. And one of the best things you can do once you pick one to two of those things to focus on daily is to track those habits. Because ultimately, if it's something you're doing, it's a habit. Start planning that into your routine. Plan it into your day. Habit, if you've ever heard of habit stacking, I'll just touch on this real quick. Habit stacking is attaching a new habit to something that's already routine for you. So for example, I cook breakfast for our kids every single morning. And if I want to start listening to a podcast first thing in the morning, not first thing, but while I'm cooking breakfast to help get my mind in the right place and grow and get poured into, I'll pop an AirPod in and make breakfast while I listen to that podcast. Okay, if I'm not in the habit of listening to a podcast, I'm in a habit stack because cooking breakfast for my boys every morning, habit already. Uh, Brushing your teeth. If you want to start memorizing Bible verses, maybe pick one to put on a sticky note on your mirror. If brushing your teeth is a habit at a certain point of day, habit stack. So start memorizing that verse. Well, it's right there in front of you while you're brushing your teeth. Easiest way to add on the new habit habit stack, plan those into your day and start tracking them. Literally like 
decide what your one to two things are that you're going to do daily, print off a monthly or yearly calendar, just a blank one and cross off every single day that you do it. You're not going to want to break the streak. Okay. Easiest way to track habits, just cross it off and then remind yourself once you're getting, once you've identified those things, you're going to start doing to start drowning out that expectation and you start doing them daily. You need to remind yourself as you start to let go of the expectations in that area that you chose to focus on, you are fully capable of applying what you've done to another area that it's even harder to, or easier to, or whatnot. If you focused on one area, whether it's your workouts or your postpartum weight loss or your relationships, once you've focused in on that and are starting to make changes, you are capable of applying what you've done to other areas of your life. Like, let me give you an example really quick. We are very good at letting go of, let's say, how we look every day. We're not beholden to putting on our makeup and making our hair look good and putting on a cute outfit every day, let's say. We've let go of that expectation, if that's something that you had an expectation of. Let's say you're really good at letting go of that, but you struggle with expecting perfection still in how your workout's going to go. You feel called out. I'm sorry. I love you. I'm doing it in love. I'm doing it in love. If you're capable of letting go of perfection in one area of your life, apply it to something you're having trouble letting go of perfection in another area. Okay. Let it carry over. Let it carry over. You're going to lower your stress. You're going to lower your anxiousness. You're going to start finding that you have more time because you're not spending all this time trying to figure out how to work it all out. You're, you're not numbing out or coping or avoiding things by doing unproductive activities like scrolling on your phone or binging TV shows or emotionally eating. You're not going to be wasting time anymore and you're going to start to feel that burden lift. Okay. As, as women, we often go into situations, we go into seasons of life with a certain picture in our head of how things are going to go. We do this a lot. I think it's just how we were kind of created, whether it's for the mental preparation piece or to go into a season with excitement and joy. I do think it's part of how we were created and definitely has its benefits. But as we do that, we start to hold expectations in our head of what we think something's going to turn out as we hold these expectations of how things are going to work out, what it's going to look like. And when that doesn't happen, we get frustrated we get down, we get stressed, we get anxious. We have to let go of timelines. We have to let go of the picture that we have in our head or even let go of how things went before because every day is new. Every situation is different, right? Every minute in motherhood is so unique sometimes. (laughs) So such a good learning curve, such a big learning curve. Motherhood is a constant practice of learning how to let go. If you've never realized that, I hope that just freed you from that stress. It's a constant journey of learning how to let go of expectations. And the sooner you can do that, the sooner you'll start feeling more free from that load of stress or that disappointment you've been carrying around. If you need help figuring out your routine, if you need help working on this mindset piece, if you need help identifying, you know, which of these six areas you need to start letting go of expectations in or what tangible things you can start doing to drown out the expectations that you're holding. I'm here to help. Okay. Grab a one-on-one session or a bundle of sessions with me, make it your Christmas gift to yourself, right? We're just about to hit, go up into Christmas. So let's get you consistent. Let's get you confident. Let's get you letting go of these expectations. As we go into the new year, you're going to feel so much better once you start doing that. Okay. I need you to remember if you take nothing else away today, 
remember that perfection is never the goal. It's never the goal. It's not possible. And often that's what we come up with in our heads. That's what we picture is these perfect outcomes and they're beautiful to envision. And they are great to strive for because they give us action items to do every day. But when we get so consumed with what the outcome will look like, we start to focus on that instead of focusing on what we're doing today. So focus on intention, focus on what you're doing today. And as you set your sights on that, instead of where you're going, you'll realize that in letting go of the expectations that you hold is going to get easier and easier. You're going to feel less and less stressed and you're going to live such a more confident, fulfilled life. So get after it, mama, start letting go of those expectations. And remember that perfection is not the goal ever. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the tough love mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review, letting me know how the show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.